Thank you for listening to Video Games and Comedy Show. You know what I was thinking? What a time to be alive, huh? We can't go anywhere or, or do anything. And I know there are all these fans of Video Games and Comedy Show out there who are just practically begging, is there any more content, any more bonus shows? A mere second of bonus content from this show I'd pay a handsome fee for. A king's ransom, no less. Well, you know what, listener? You're in luck. Video Games A Comedy Show, Call Me By Your Game with Connor McCabe, and Inside Video Games with July Diaz have teamed up under one umbrella to make all of your podcasting dreams come true. If, of course, those dreams were more shows by us, the creators of these shows, patreon.com slash super NPC radio has got you covered. Hours of additional content by all of the creators of these shows can be found starting at just $5 a month, including a brand new weekly podcast called Super NPCs hosted by myself and Connor McCabe, where we take a deep dive into specific games, developers, or game-related topics of our choosing. We've already covered Super Mario Bros. on the NES, Halo Combat Evolved for the original Xbox, and of course, Sonic Adventure for the Sega Dreamcast. You can also find shows like Call Me By Your Game Co-op, Resident Evil Book Club, and whatever the hell July Diaz is going to do. So if you like this show, if you appreciate this show, and you want to show that appreciation, and you want a little little uh, something something in return go to patreon.com slash super mpc radio we got you covered now please enjoy video games a comedy show Coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today we have a very special episode, an episode I'm very excited to get into. We're talking video game music. It's a topic I don't talk about a lot, even though podcasting is obviously an audio medium. I should be doing music episodes all the time. But this is I think this is the first music episode I've done where I've let guests just bring on whatever. We've done soundtracks before, but but uh, I'm excited to get into it. So let me introduce the members of the Zoo Tycoon crew, the wacky uh, radio DJs here uh, <laughs> who are going to help share knowledge and, uh, you know, uh, uh, make jokes and stuff. Uh, returning champion of the, sh- of the podcast, uh, a hilarious improviser, amazing comedian, David Danella. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Oh, we got to start that over. My, I, I was too turned down. I'm <laughs> Diddy. <laughs> I like it. It's like yours is dangerous and then it's safe all of a sudden. My it, Dangerous, safe. It's a remix. <laughs> all the things that are me. Yeah. <laughs> um, brand new to the... We actually have two brand new guests to the show. I'm very excited to introduce them. Uh, this first guest is a, a, a hilarious improviser. I saw them on Herald Night, I believe. It was the first time I saw them like it, uh, three or four years ago. Uh, immediately, one of my all-time favorites, Heather Woodward. How you doing? Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Okay, you ready? <laughs> I don't think I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's quite a intro track. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Um, how Big you doing? Band. Doing all right? <laughs> you know, doing as all right as anyone can do right now. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to introduce the final member of the show. Um, uh, writer, a director, uh, a titan of comedy, uh, someone that I've been watching on the scene for so long, I've had so much respect for. Joan Ford, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Ooh, life is like a hurricane here in Duck. <laughs> I not, went just all funky. I love with it. The new, the new sound effects. Could, uh, I'm gonna need the links for those. Yeah, could not, <laughs> could not be more appropriate. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean the things that I know about you, Joan, is uh, you like Ducktales. I do you did like Ducktales. Yes, Connor's show. That is true. Yes, I was I, for Connor's for Connor's video game show. I I uh, yeah. I brought in Ducktales as my as my game. Call me mm-hmm. by your game. That was yes. my game. That was my game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Heather, you you did I think Super Mario RPG, but you spent most of that podcast talking about Zelda. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> Super Mario RPG is a game that that runs deep in my core. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, if if the prompt is bring in a game that means something to you, that's what I'm going to bring in. Uh, but the truth is, all I want to be doing is talking about Zelda at all times. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I was like, I picked Mario RPG because that mm-hmm. felt like the cooler, like, throwback choice. But And sure. I don't have a story to tell about Zelda Breath of the Wild. I just was like, right. this game's very good and I like it. <laughs> Heather, I, Absolutely. I listened to that episode and I, I honestly feel like that's not the, I remember listening to it and being like, this is not the first time I've heard Heather talking about Zelda <laughs> Breath of the Wild on a podcast. Oh my gosh, yeah. on a bus, yeah. on, uh, online at CVS, anyone who will listen, I'll just launch into <laughs> it. Right. Well, so we did a follow-up episode um, a couple of weeks ago uh, that was four of us, including Connor, mm-hmm. talking Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And that episode went two and a half hours. Yeah, that was a special, that was a special Patreon exclusive ah. episode of Call Me By Your Game. Call Me By Your Game co-op. By the way, yeah, Shane Two and was... a half hours of Zelda talk, you need to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That's, yeah. We're not giving that this feels, away. It feels yeah. dirty. It's, <laughs> you gotta pay for it. Um, I, I uh, shameless plug for, for the Patreon, for those uh, listening who don't know, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Uh, we have a bonus show connected with this show, Connor's show, and of course, Jill Ideas' show. Um, uh, all great stuff. Go to the Patreon if you want to learn more. But I want to learn more about who I got in front of me right now. So we're, I'm going to start with, uh, we'll start with Joan, mm-hmm. and we'll do a little What You Been Playing. So uh, just kind of take us through a day oh, in the life. Um, my, well, my day to day, my, my, Daily play right now is honestly uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Um, oh, great. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do that for about like half an hour a day because that's about all I can muster from it. But I'm very <laughs> into it, very into the storyline. Um, I'm trying to, is, Dra- is Drago a, is, Dra- is Drago a sympathetic, is he a sympathetic villain? Is he a straight up bad guy? Does he, have, he clearly has body issues. 
Mm. And I, I don't want like, you know, I don't want my, I myself to develop those same body issues. So I feel like I like that the game's <laughs> teaching me that too. It's not just, an, it's an adventure outward into, or into the world, but also an adventure inward. inward. How do I look at, feel about my own body? So, so that's like my, honestly, I, I it's my daily play. And then I've also been, um, other than that, I've been playing uh, Super Mario uh, or Paper Mario Origami King. I'm almost done with that, which I'm really, I'm really enjoying. And those are kind of my, t- my two big plays right now. Yeah. So w- h- tell me a little bit more about Origami King because I have it and it's still in its shrink wrap. I haven't mm-hmm. opened it. I haven't started yet. What am I, what am I in for? Um, you are in for some beautifully lush, like paper craft landscapes. Uh, you are in for some very funny, uh, very fun, funny character bits and interaction. Maybe also some like, don't want to like spoil too much, but maybe you're maybe in for like a little heartbreak uh, at some point. Oh, a heart tug. Uh, like okay. a little, there's, there's some heart tugs in there. Um, and the, you're in for some like puzzle, like puzzle mechanics disguised to make you think it's a, their RPG mechanics. But really, <laughs> like, once I... It, it took me a little while, but once I got over the idea of, like, this is scratching the puzzle part of my uh, game-playing brain and not the RPG uh, part of my mm-hmm. game-playing ba- uh, brain... Game-playing brain. There, we got it. Game, gameplay game, Bane my is, game, a, is an Arkham thing, I think. Yes, Gameplay <laughs> Bane. That's um, Weekend Bane. Then you're... Uh, <laughs> then I think you're all... You'll like then you'll kind of get into the groove of it i like puzzles almost as much as menus so that's great (laughs) i'm excited yeah that i'm i'm excited for that david Danella, let's go to you sir what have you been what have you been up to what have you been playing well uh first of all let me say that uh joan is what i aspire to because i too bought ring fit adventure like (laughs) a month ago played it for a week lost a fight and got so mad that I haven't played it or exercised yeah. since. Mm, you should have. Um, yes. So I need to get back into that. Um, Drago's a son of a bitch. I, um, but I do agree. There is a question. Is Drago a, a good person that has been um, led astray? No, I'm, um, I'm fully back on my bullshit. I, um, <laughs> Skyrim was on sale. Uh, and even though I own it on like three different things, uh, this was the special edition. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I bought Skyrim. Uh, I, uh, I've modded it up and I'm playing it again. I'm doing, I'm like this aspirational game player where it's like, especially with open world games, I'm like, I'll do it differently this time. I'll explore a different part of the story. And then within 45 <laughs> minutes, I'm doing the exact same things that I've done every single time. It's like, I can't help but like in this, in those old Star Wars games, it's like I'm always going to be a good Jedi. I know, I'm always romancing the same character. I, I can't do oh. I can't do a dark side playthrough. I've tried to go like Mass yeah. Effect. I'll just punch everyone when they try to talk to me oh, or whatever, and yeah. I can't do it. It's too heartbreaking. It I, it yeah. takes a while for me to like get comfortable with the idea that I'm not actually being a bad person to mm-hmm. real people, <laughs> but. But once I cross that hurdle, I'm f- I'm trying to see how dark I can go. <laughs> I've played through all those Star Wars games full twice, like mm-hmm. one light side, one dark side. Can't recommend it. it enough. I love oh. it. I wish I I wish I, I could. I yeah. I'm also playing a um like a a like romance like interactive novel game right now called mm-hmm. um it's called like Arcade Spirits and it's like you're supposed to like pick one of six characters and romance them and I'm like having trouble being like but I'm, they're all the other characters will have their feelings hurt. 
<laughs> I'm the same way with those games, those visual novel games. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, I gotta be nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So wait, um, what are you playing this on? The Skyrim Special Edition? Are you PC? Yeah, so um, I don't think I've ever... This is the first time I've had a PC good enough to play Skyrim. So mm. I was like, oh, like, it's 12 bucks. I want to try some of the bigger mods. Let's go for it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm playing it on the PC. But I'm... S- I'm still so dumb. Like, I, I look at like a like a keyboard, and I'm like, "This isn't gonna work." This so is playing. This it, isn't I'm a video it with, game. It's numbers. I'm still playing it with a controller, even though everybody says like they're like Elder Scrolls is better with the keyboard and mouse. I'm like, no, actually, Elder Scrolls is best when you are practically horizontal, yeah, uh, and you're mm. holding a controller in your hand. Yeah, like, that's the way to play. It. Absolutely. So that, that's what. I'm yeah, doing. when you're lying so flat back and your chin is. <laughs> Touching your chest yeah. so you can still yeah. see the TV. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I say, you know, play it the way that makes you happy. If that's, right. uh, you know, wait. So, uh, Joan, David, you both have Ring Fit Adventure, and mm-hmm. I find this mm-hmm. to be impressive because, from what I understood, that's kind of a hard to find oh, yeah. artifact yeah. right now. It took me, I'd say it took me like a good, like, three months of quarantine like go like going to the best buy website every day and checking to mm-hmm. see if it was there yeah uh. yeah i had like a bunch of alerts up uh <laughs> like to get it and eventually like one of them hit while i was like literally on my email and so i just like i, I got it then but um yeah i, love I think it. it's getting better though yeah, it might be it might be easier i know you can find switches now which that was a big yeah hot hot commodity yeah. not that long ago uh heather woodward what have you been playing oh okay well look it goes without saying i'm in a constant state of replaying breath of the wild um sure yeah so there's that um i'm doing a, a psycho thing now because this is my third playthrough um where i'm playing it with no teleporting it's psycho oh, you're just you're uh, you're yeah. traversing the whole dang dang thing yeah let me tell you the desert is not fun this way (laughs) but i'm sticking to it um uh yeah and i'm playing it with um uh the italian voices on because i've been learning italian for a while so i was like well that's cool if i'm going to give another 40 plus hours to this game i should get something (laughs) uh good for my life out of it yeah. Instead of losing my life. I haven't even thought about doing that. Switch the <laughs> I language. Do that, I do that with all the Assassin's Creed games. Ooh. I switch them to... Uh, it doesn't work for every single one, but for a lot of them, you can switch them to the language that they would be speaking in the right. time. That's cool. Or, you know, in the place that they are. And it's it's a really nice uh, that, little button to flip. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Um... um I'm also on a replay of Jedi Fallen Order. Speaking of Star Wars, oh yeah, I so that came out. People uh-huh. were liked it, and then I I think it's just the nature of stuff these days. It's like <laughs> been gone. I haven't heard anyone talk about it in months. How is that game? It took me a while to get it because I don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation. I only have a Switch. I I like try to really. <sighs> really limit the amount of consoles I have so I don't lose my life. Uh, that sounds nice. Not me, but that's nice. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know limits, so I have to set them. <laughs> uh, which is why I'm playing Breath of the Wild again. Mm. Uh, 
so it, it took a while and now I'm borrowing someone's Xbox and just like playing through. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. I love it. It's gorgeous to look at. The story is great. And I just want to give a little shout out to one of the main story writers, Manny Hagopian. Uh, oh, really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Holy he shit. wrote them. He snuck in a Yaddle reference, which is Lady Yoda. Uh, <laughs> bunch of nerd stuff in there. I love that. Are yeah. you a big Star Wars fan yourself? Big time. Okay. Yes. And this yeah. game also um, uh, takes place post-Clone Wars, uh, pre uh, 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 it's kind of like around Rogue One time, pre-original mm. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, bless Lucasfilms right now. They are doing the Lord's work to try to make those terrible prequels worth anything. <laughs> so there's a lot of, like, retroactive filling and gaps and making that very strange story mm-hmm. make sense and interesting and compelling. And they, without giving any of away they do some really cool things with the story in this one and the gameplay's fun i bet that's cheap to buy now too i bet i could get it cheap probably like 20 bucks yeah sounds Uh, good okay so prequels let's just take a side street for a second (laughs) i feel like people are coming back around on the star wars prequels and being like they're actually not bad and i kind of might personally like them the, how is everyone here feeling prequel wise? I, I have I, a lot to say. I will. Say, I I I really like admire the the ambition of the prequels. Mm. I do <laughs> like like them. I think they're far more ambitious mo- movies than most of what like Disney has put out. I really love mm-hmm. Last Jedi. Um, but other than that, I think everything that Disney has put out has been like like it's like this like everything disney has put out has been more like this is a i admittedly more competent movie and like mm-hmm. you, and obviously the people behind it are like better at like telling a story than let's say george lucas was at that point in his life when he was doing the prequels but like i also find the them to be like very kind of like disposable like clearly made for ca- for cash and like i never i'm probably never going to rewatch any of them except the last jedi whereas like i still like as as inept as in some respects i i to see the prequels are i can still come back to them and be like george lucas was trying a bunch of like weird crazy things and most of them don't yeah. work but like you know you know he had he was like i'm gonna turn episode two into a like a, a love story slash like detective noir and it doesn't really work but it's still like more <laughs> ambitious than like the force awakens being like we're just gonna make we're just gonna make star wars again yeah they look the prequels look wild too they, yeah when you go back and watch them they look they wild. They, they look like a video game and not <laughs> in a good way <laughs> they look like an old video game like yes. a really old one david yes, how do you feel about the prequels do. i mean uh joan articulated it very similarly <laughs> to how, how i feel i think um there's a lot of um i very much dislike rise of skywalker yeah. and it it was one of those things where you know, you. I left it and I was like, you know, say what you want about the prequels, but at least, you know, he was going for something there. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I tend to agree with that. I And I also, that is also how I feel about another series of movies that are also not good, but I like now in hindsight, I'm like, well, at least the divergent they were films? trying something weird. <laughs> what? The divergent films? You know, I've only watched those on airplanes. Oh, so you're not so talking can, about those. Okay. So, I mean, cool. you know, to be honest, I was like, 
they got me through those airplanes. <laughs> um, I haven't had much more thought about it. It'll get you. No, but um, good box quote is <laughs> Zack Snyder and his weird Batman, oh, his no. weird mean Batman universe. Oh no! And that weird just that weird dark Justice League stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not my taste, but I'm like, you know what? At a time when everything was going like Disney's way, yeah, like for him to make those weird ones, I'm, I'm like vaguely interested in that. Um, <laughs> again, same thing where it's like if I actually put one of them on, just like with the prequels, I would be like, oh, this is bad and a huge waste of my time. Mm-hmm. But in theory, I'm much more likely to defend the prequels and all those terrible Justice League movies than I am to defend, yeah. Um, Sorry, just to like jump. I, I, that's like, yeah. I, I, sorry to, to jump on, but yeah, like, I, yeah. same way with like, like rewatch, I've rewatched like, like, uh, Spider Man, like three, and like, uh, <laughs> like, I remember all these like decisions that were like at the time, like, so like weird and it's like why is like what's with this like emo peter parker and why is he why is he dancing to the saturday night fever soundtrack like watching that now i'm like well that's at least that's someone like making weird artistic choices which i feel like you see in like no like especially the superhero films outside of yeah kind of some of what dc's doing i think dc's doing it but even if their films aren't like as structurally like sound they're like making more weird choices more specific weird choices but like going back and watching like same with like the like those batman movies or like or like some of the quote-unquote worst like superhero movies i'm like but at least these are like like someone like making decisions and being like these are these are expressions of myself not expressions of like what of some mandate kevin feige whatever you say his last name like handed down and it's like every movie has to fit within this weird structure yeah, or yeah. like what's going to get us the closest to a Tim Burton Batman movie? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, please, please. Yeah. Another yeah. Batman Returns, I would die. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little, when I was watching the Batman trailer, that was my big thing was like, it just looks a lot like the Nolan stuff, mm. which, mm-hmm. which, is, which is, I think those films are gorgeous. I don't mind that it looks like that, but I'm like, Oh, wouldn't it be nice though if these looked different? Like they just had a different style. I don't know what it would be, but you're talking this new one, this brand new one. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. with uh, uh, Pattinson. Pattinson. I almost said David Copperfield. That's oh, his that's name. a Batman. Oh, name. give yeah. me that Batman. Yeah. Nothing yeah. but showman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Heather, I do uh, want to hear what is your prequels take? Do you like them? Hate them? You're a Star Wars fan. Um. I try to rewatch them as often as I try to rewatch any of the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. which as new ones have been coming out is more regularly than it should be. Mm. Um, I, I, I share some of the same sentiments as yeah. you, you guys. Um, I, for me, the biggest offense is just they're such poorly made movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. I similarly, I admire the, ambition and that's always George Lucas's thing is how can we up the ante do something new and I think that's great as long as you make something watchable and they are unwatchable they're Mm. so so rough um uh I think there's some really interesting world building and plot stuff in them that is buried between so much excess and so I who was like I really want to get into the diplomacy of this universe (laughs) they spent so much time at the goddamn senate I was like I don't I don't care about your weird trade politics 
Get get me back to the get me back to the Anakin shit. Yeah, the the prequels <laughs> suffer from being just a little long in the tooth, a little boring. But yeah. I, but also Rise of the Skywalker. Oh, I mean, I don't know how you felt about that, but to me, that might have been the most bored I've ever been watching a Star Wars thing. I know I'm kind of minority. I liked it. You did like it. Oh, I yeah. I put I I don't know. Yeah, I I put that and actually. what are the Rogue One like wh- below the prequels? You like Rogue One? <laughs> no, Rogue That's One's hot... Rogue One's way more boring, way more inept than any of the prequels. That's a hot take. I yeah. don't. I mean, I'm staying cool, but uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but I was like, Rogue One was like the only was like that, and and like Scott and Rise of Skywalker were the only like Star Wars movies I remember being in the theater, being like looking at my watch and being like, come on, mm. like even the prequels like. Like, uh, the prequels definitely a lot, like, inept, but, like, I was never, like, I was always, like, there's something weird on screen to look at. <laughs> yeah, they're pod racing. Uh, Ugh, I, I they, like they hurt the, my uh, eyes. Yeah, the, I, I, I fell asleep in Rogue One. Truth oh, be yeah? Told. I did fall asleep in it, yeah. It was, like, it was, like, I just eaten, though, a big, like, Chris, post-Christmas Feel. I was all I was falling like late at night, but I did wake up to see you know fun Darth Vader, which that I do like oh, a good shit. a nice that fun. Darth <laughs> I mean that oh, scenes, those scenes are great. Yeah, those scenes are great. Time. I uh, I like Rogue One more and more every every time I rewatch it. Um, I I did walk away from my initial watching of it being like that movie has a great big pacing problem. Mm, it, yeah. I remember like the first probably the whole first act of that movie kind of going, what, what is happening? And then it slows way down. And it's, 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 um, I also sympathize, I think more with this current generation of star Wars films because it's gotten so big and, and being owned by Disney and everything. There's, there's so many hands in the pot right now Mm -hmm. that I feel like even JJ Abrams has in not so coded terms say, Oh yeah. Last Jedi's what you saw. It's not the film I was trying to make. It's there's so many people they're answering to now. uh, In addition to, you know, fan expectation and all that. So with the prequels, it makes me uh, mad at George Lucas and also like the original ones more because the expectation, I mean, Star Wars was arguably huge by then, but there had been such a gap of time since we hadn't seen any new anything from Star Wars that uh, he, uh, he it, it felt like he went mad with power, really. Whereas, <laughs> the mad, <laughs> mad king. Yeah, and I'm not sure what that's about. And it makes me respect the original one so much more because seeing what a mess the prequels turned into really reinforces to me that um, it's a really happy accident that those first ones are as special as they are because yeah. left to his own devices, he was apparently going to lose his fucking mind. Well, I mean, those first, and wasn't that the thing? Wasn't he not left to his own yeah. devices? The- well, a lot of, a lot of good, it depends on how you look at it. A lot of people who were helping him specifically, his wife really, mm trimmed a lot of the fat, really kept him on focus, really kept the whole the whole arc of the thing on focus. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we got to the prequels, he was like, everybody shut up. I want to be in the Senate. And we're going to go to a whole bunch of new places. Yeah. Yeah. 
To be fair, he did try to get Spielberg and Darebont to direct the two of the pre- prequels, and they were like, oh, we don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Frank Darabont's... Oh, man. His Star Wars? Wow. His Star... Yeah. I don't know if I... Oh, I, don't, I don't feel like I need to see Spielberg's Star Wars, but I, but like as much as I do love Spielberg, but that's just something I don't need to see. But I, yeah, I feel like that would be as close to J.J. Abrams as... Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, what is J.J. What is Abrams if not just, just Spielberg Jr.? New Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he. Well, I mean, he made a movie that was like Super Eight is just like a, a, a two hours of like I wish I was Steven Spielberg. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I wish I wish I was Steven Spielberg. God damn it. Um, yeah, I, fair. Do I, totally. do I wish I was uh, the most successful American filmmaker, of, probably of all of all time, or like you know, when we just re- just receipts and stuff? Of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love how much Star Wars has gotten talked about already on this show. Uh, we'll keep that Star Wars train rolling here. Oh, uh, can I just, just say one oh, last yeah. thing? Can I just yeah. throw one last thing in? Of course. People have been sleeping on Clone Wars, and that's a mistake. Oh, yeah. Clone Wars is, uh, is like, so good. Yeah. Look I've up a best this. of list, because, like, that's there there are more episodes than they need, but the good ones are so mm-hmm. good. Yes. Uh, and they also tie way hard into like Jedi Fallen Order, a lot of these video oh, games that are happening now. Um, can you watch that out of like if, if I if I throw on a best of list, can I just like throw on those episodes and pretty much watch them as standalones? Yeah, there's a absolutely. Ch- I think there's a chance you'd be less confused than if you actually watch the series <laughs> in order because the series because yes, it's dense. Yeah, it's dense yeah. and also like arranged crazy where it's like. Will I like you'll be following like Obi-Wan and Anakin for three episodes and you'll be like, say goodbye to that story for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll leave them and then you'll spend only time with the clones. Yeah. Which are the best episodes. Oh, yeah. The Bad Batch. Uh, uh, the Bad Batch, which is getting a spinoff. Yes. Yes. So great. And then these this last season that they just wrapped up is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's still going. I'm well, so they just finished that. They yeah, just they just it. they they took a good handful of years off because they did Rebels, which is also great. I heard. Um, yeah, I'm. I want to watch all that extracurricular yeah. stuff. That it's, sounds like a lot of fun. It's very cool. Yeah, it's it's better than than its reputation. Yeah, I yeah I'm sure. Is it is Disney Plus housing some of that? It's got all, all of it. it. Yeah, all of it. That oh, re- uh, Rebels is great too. <laughs> Perfect. It's been in your home all along. I know. <laughs> Disney yeah. Plus has been just my Simpsons machine for Same. so long. I'm excited to, you know, watch something yeah. else on it. Uh, <laughs> anyone? I've been playing a little game called The Last of Us 2. Has anyone tried this yet? That's that's next on my list. Okay. That and um, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Joan, but Last David, of Us any, too. any Last of Us? No Last of Us for me. Yeah. it's. I'll say this. Uh, somebody let me borrow it. I wouldn't buy it. I just was like, I'm not okay. going to buy this. I don't want to play it. Someone was like, no, you got to. The story. So I turned it on. It's it's dour, gang. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, that's what's really kind of dour. kept me away. Playing an apocalypse yeah, in game right now. Yeah. yeah, sounds sounds tough. Did you play it, the first one? I did, and you know, under dur- different circumstances, you know, 2014 circumstances, liked sure. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Now, uh, it's it's tough. I'll say. Good, great acting. You know, great mm. moments. Uh, a lot of heart. Uh, a lot of cruelty, though. A lot of a lot of meanness in that game. Um, so uh, you know, I I played like I'll do it at night 
and I'll get high and I'll kind of play it. And I was having nightmares. So I just kind of, now I'm trying to figure out a different time. I think it has to be like wake <laughs> up and play a game or something, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and on top of that, a very joyful experience that I've been having is with River City Girls. I don't know if anyone here's heard of River City oh, Girls. I'm, uh, uh, I'm like, I've been hovering over the buy button for that. Oh, you got it. Uh, Cause I've been looking for a second game to play with my roommate who, uh, loves video games, hates reading. Um, so it has to be a very specific game we've been playing a ton of mario kart together oh, but great. that's gotta we gotta pare down on the mario kart this is a beat-em-up where it's the river city ransom template flipped on its head so it's the girlfriend saving the boyfriends now mm-hmm. and you can play co-op two-player uh with your roommate it's half off right now on the nintendo eShop. the game is it's delightful. It looks beautiful. The soundtrack's great. Joan, one of your soundtrack picks was from a game that it's very reminiscent I of. I think I know which one you're talking about. Should I, yeah, should, yeah. Or should, is this the official segue? Should I, should, I, should I take the segue into the topic? <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Not okay, yet. Okay, but okay. but okay, okay. We'll, we'll get there Sorry. in the main event. I thought I was being set up. No, no, no. I, uh, uh, that did sound like a setup. I'm just terrible at hosting. So, okay. um, <laughs> but uh, th- no, the game is the game is really fun. It's really easy too. It's a, it's a it's a, just a beat 'em up. So it's like Streets of Rage, all those like fun old. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I was gonna ask, how would you compare it to Streets of Rage Four, which is also on sale on the Nintendo eShop right oh, now? Oh man. Um, that's tough because I haven't. I beat Streets of Rage four. I'm not very far in River City Girls. I would say go with River City Girls though, just because it's got the it's got in the charm department. It's it's through the roof. The <laughs> okay. Streets of Rage is is cool, but it's more like um, I don't know. You 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 you've seen Streets of Rage. You've been there, done that. Yeah, if you've been to those yeah. Streets of Rage, you've seen one Street <laughs> yeah. of Rage. You've seen all the Streets of Rage. Yeah, Streets, streets of Rage, of rage yeah. Avenue of Rage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Cold um, sack of Rage. <laughs> um, is, is, can you play as a kangaroo again in Streets of Rage Four? Yes. I there are like uh, a huge not in the main cast but there's so many secret characters that uh, I yes. haven't even broke. Uh, my favorite character in the Streets of Rage series was Skate. I don't know if you guys remember Skate, yes, but yeah, he's oh, on Rollerblades. Yes. Uh, yeah. Our video game's great. Character. You could just name a character after what they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a world. Uh, <laughs> Stab. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh, did you say dab? Oh no, I said stab. But I also like oh, a character. Stab. I like a character named Dab. There is yeah. a there is a move in River City Girls that is a dab. Like like she just dabs and then everyone like poof, like uh, it's like an AOE attack. It's really Perfect. it's it's fun and funny. Um, good writing. <laughs> good good time. Uh, let's move into the news real quick. Uh, so we have. Uh, uh, a, a couple of things, a couple of new releases uh, that came out that, uh, I don't know, anyone here, a Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles uh, stan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, but I'm not in the, in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, maybe temper that interest because it did receive very low review scores upon releasing. <laughs> well, that's why I'm not in it. Yeah. The only reason I bring it up is because it is sort of the only big release we've had on the Switch. I would say in months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So other than Origami King was the last one, and now this. And did that yeah, come out I, today? 
came out. Yeah, like basically today. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it, loaded it up, haven't turned it on, but I was seeing the reviews come in and I was just like, oh no. Yeah. Um, but anyone here a Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Because those remakes yeah. are coming out this week. And that is something I'm very excited about. I'm taking a trip. I'm really bummed I can't play it day one. Is anyone here planning on getting that? I am. Yeah. yeah. I th- I'm. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll be at day one, but yes, that is that is something I look forward yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. My big definitely. question. Thank God, because my Nintendo 64 does not operate like it used to. No. <laughs> my big question is, what's? Do we know what the soundtrack's going to be? Is it the exact same? Is oh, it, I hope it's the same yeah. ska pop punk. I think oh. some of your favorites will be there. Like Goldfinger will be there. You got it. They have removed some of the tracks. They couldn't get all the licensing back, but then they put in some new tracks. So that was a bummer. I'll we'll we'll figure it out. We'll find out what's going on with that game and if it really matters that much. I mean, one of my favorite songs is is not coming back, which is kind of a bummer. But at the same time, it's like we'll see if I even really notice. Plus, you know, I could just I could just Spotify. Wait, can you say what Spotify? The, can what's you the say song? what the favorite song was? Yeah, it's it's such my favorite song. I'll have to look up the name of it. It's, of course, <laughs> uh, it's like the Anthrax one with. Uh huh. Uh, you know which well, one I'm talking about? Yes. With Public Enemy. Uh-huh. Oh yes, yes. Oh, is it, it Bring the Noise? Yeah, that? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you got if, if you uh, if you used to play it like this, but back in the day, like there was a thing where like you could put CDs into your Xbox. Copy oh, yeah. them, copy the songs onto oh, the hard yes. drive, and then just put like whatever like songs you wanted over the the uh, the 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 game. So like I would I would like have like the Wicked soundtrack going over, <laughs> uh, like uh, like Define Gravity and stuff. Um, uh, so after my own so, heart. So That's I don't great. if you're playing. Uh, is there can our Playstations and Xboxes still do that? Can you just buy an Anthrax CD? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, you can um, you can stream Spotify while you yeah. play a game. Oh yeah. Although I'm I'm reasonably sure uh, uh, you can't purchase Anthrax music anywhere. You have to just get it through LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, that sure. sounds right. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, you have to get it through Napster, and that's yeah. It. I've kept you, a copy you, you of Kazaa and waiting. <laughs> yeah. You have to get it off a burned CD and, from your yes. cousin. Yeah. Mm. Also, mm. And none of it, none of the files are actually late. They're all labeled something else. Yeah. You, you, you think you're downloading some, you think you're downloading one thing, but it's actually, it's actually anthrax. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Every movie I would get from Kazaa or Morpheus for like a solid year would always just be Fight Club. Did you guys find that <laughs> phenomenon when you were trying to download stuff? Like some yeah. trickster thought it was so funny to Ooh, just upload, is, re-upload yes. Fight Club over and over and call Which it is like very Durden esque. It's oh. some, it's some weird, annoying like, like kid who thought they were being cool. Like if they wanted to, like it should have been the equivalent of Rick Rolling instead of like yeah. a legitimately good movie that it's like I already have Fight Club. Why did you? Yeah. Who is this break for? Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. download a big fish over here. Yeah. and you don't, and and you don't even get to see the fruits of your labor. You're just throwing this movie out there yeah. <laughs> just yeah. ruining people's it's day. a movie that most people have seen and been like this is this i you you maybe did me a favor but i still <laughs> want big fish 
Uh, what a weird prank. It's not like... It was like, a weird prank. I don't know. It's not like Gremlins 2 or something. Huh? The early aughts were a, were a wild time. Wild time. Wild, wild time. west. Um, did anyone happen to catch any of the Gamescom stuff that uh, where they announced? David, you saw some of it? Yeah, I saw um, some pieces of it. Yeah. Very excited. I mean, even though it's like... It just reminded me of how long I've been waiting for this, but uh, a new Dragon Age is maybe only three or four years away. And, uh, <laughs> is that all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a Bioware to make a comeback. That would be nice. I really do. That would, that be, would nice. really be nice. Yeah. Um, one of the most disturbing parts of it to, for me was the Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War stuff. Oh, my God. Has anyone seen... This yeah. Reagan? This yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. I, that's it's all I know about it. Poor taste. Yeah. I mean, you could see the pores in Reagan's face. It's like so well rendered. It, it's crazy how much of a budget went into Reagan. Yeah. Um, in a game that really shouldn't be made. <laughs> yeah. All the headlines that are like, so in this one, you just commit war crimes? Yeah. From not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Not nice. Not. Mm, I mean. Yeah. I mean. To be fair, I would never. I would never play a Call of Duty game personally. Not my thing. But likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, when you see, at least World War Two, you're like. I don't know. I guess I, well, I guess I was yeah. confused about that one. It's clear. I yeah. guess it's clear who the bad guys are. I guess I don't. I, I <laughs> yes. can feel You know okay what? I take that back. No, there shouldn't be a there shouldn't be a series yeah. called Call of Duty. Well, and World War Two is like just removed enough that for the people that are playing these games, it's more fantasy than not. Unfortunately, mm, yeah. right? They the people we know that were alive during. World War Two are are fewer by the minute, mm -hmm. and but with, with this minute. one, it's like by the minute, every <laughs> every Doomsday minute clock yeah. takes lives with every tick. <laughs> Guys, yeah, it's, we've been we've been recording for forty minutes. I mean, that's that's at least eighty veterans. Eighty World War Two veterans gone. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not far off. They have to be it's, eighty plus. Yes. Yeah. Um. But but uh. But we have the. I mean, there are ghouls from the Reagan administration still currently in serving. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, my my uh, sister's brother in law very probably be very excited though. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. got he quoted quoted Reagan at their at their as at his as his best man speech. Oh, it was wow. so gross. What? <laughs> yeah, like oh, my my sister's brother in law at their wedding, best man. It was like as the I like as the our greatest president Ronald Reagan once said. I don't I don't know some some <laughs> bullshit. Like I don't know what what does this have to do I, with you with this 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 union of I, two hearts? What something? I gotta Ronald say, yeah, Reagan? I was gonna say I don't think. A quote from a president has a place at any wedding. Yeah, I mean, maybe any president. Yeah, any wedding. Maybe if you yeah. like want to. Maybe if it was maybe one of Reagan's movies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah unless you're quoting like the presidents of the United States of America, the band, and you just yes. do a cover of Peaches. Uh, then yeah. yeah, you're just talking nonstop Peaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Free. <laughs> uh, Much like um, our Jeremy. Love. I don't know if you if you read about this, but the other part of the trailer that's a little wild is the um 
the guy who's like talking about infiltrating America mm. uh, during that that trailer is um, is a former KGB agent who basically came to America and started um, telling everybody about how like you know most of you know most of what the KGB did in terms of um, espionage was not like just like outright stealing. Most of it was actually about uh, trying to infiltrate like um, minority groups and uh, like, I, I, what do they call it? Cultural Marxism and like, um, and like push, uh, push minority groups to like, push back against the government and he and so this guy was not talking about why he was talking about why america needed to be vigilant against minority groups and feminist groups um because they were very likely uh supporting a russian agenda of destabilization um and this is they cast this guy (laughs) Well, they, do. They, they are using archival footage of this guy, um, mm-hmm. you know, talking to some also like super right wing guy who was like one of the big AIDS deniers and all this stuff. Oh, my God. Um, and neat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, look, gamers already um, <laughs> support questionable politics <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. And uh, no. I certainly uh, I, I was doing some research on this and like went into um, I, I can't remember which like big game website it was but uh one of them i went into the comment section and within three comments it was people talking about how jews ran the cage oh my um, so it's, i was just like so cool. it's just, oh, a, it's just a big treasure chest of scumbags it's like it's like they, they took all the scumbags and made like a game out yeah. of why do they keep making these and when are they going to be burned down i know it's such a huge i mean huge do, company but yeah Come on, how? Uh, when? When do they finally get canceled? Yeah, what does that look like, huh? I mean, do you think like like are the? Do we think I I know very little about like much out of outside of Nintendo in the video game world, um, right? Which is the, the a very nice uh, place to be, Nintendo. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but, lots of color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's cute. Um, do like do, are these companies like openly like courting like these these kinds of people like the kind of people who would like be like f- like knowing how the game kind of ties in to as David was saying like these kind of like right wing philosophies and like these kind of right wing people now appearing in the game like is it like are these companies knowingly doing this are they knowingly being like well there, there is a toxic segment of our of our fan base and we should make games that like openly like court that i don't think it's open like that i don't think they would ever admit to it but that's yeah. has to david it's, i mean what do you think is it- it's not yeah, open I mean, but it's knowing yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think game companies like a lot of tech companies um, ha- have done two things that are um, that have taken us to where we are today. One is that um, they've said, you know, we just make the thing. We're not responsible for um, yeah. for anything beyond that. And I think the second thing is, um, and this one is, uh, you know, very directly related to games, is uh, I think game companies have, for the most parts, like thrown their hands up and said, there's nothing we can do. It's only been very recently. Like, I mean, like, you know, it's uh, games have been around like it's 2020. I mean, by the year 2000, I was getting called the N word on Xbox Live. You know, yeah. uh, they uh, 
game companies have long known that they are uh, that they facilitate toxic environments, uh, and they didn't take responsibility for that for decades, yeah. for you know at least a decade. Gamergate um, came and went. Yeah, yeah. Gamergate. The companies were like, "Oh boy, sorry about that, ladies. Ooh, we just <laughs> don't know how to help." Yeah, I mean, and since yeah. the quarantine, too, massive. I mean, huge scandals have been. Uh, light has been shown on them. Everything from Evo to the Smash Brothers competitive <laughs> community. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just a uh, yeah. Oof. It's a breeding ground of nightmares and and uh, terrible. Uh, everything's t- everything's right. fun. Oh, let's get you guys want to get out of the news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I want to ask about that Smash Brothers thing, but I also don't want to ask about that Smash yeah. Brothers. I, thing. I know very little, but I'll say that I think it's just it was competitive players and a lot of people in that community were everything from pedophilia to like grooming to like all kinds of Oof. all kinds of weird weird stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just the perfect place for like kids kids who might consider themselves indoor kids feeling like they have a safe space and then predators of all kinds knowing that kids are they have a captive audience of kids who are at their most impressionable yeah and they're and that's their hero you know you're like oh i get to hang out with my you know i just yeah i can talk to him for real it it just breaks your heart you're like yeah they're they're they, they they go in thinking like this is this so great this means so much to me it's gotten me through so many hard times you know watching this streamer and then it be, it just adds to the, their trauma it becomes their trauma oh right. speaking of trauma oh, you wanted up. sorry sorry <laughs> oh I love hey, it no don't ever be sorry uh, let's Hold close on. out the news oops, oops. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about all things video game music, our favorite tunes, Uh, so uh, be ready for that. This is Connor McCabe, almost good boy and host of the nostalgic video game podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Call Me By Your Game is a show where I bring on a guest and interview them about a video game from their past that is near and dear to their heart. We talk as much about what they love about that particular game as we do what was special about the context of when they played it. Do you love Spyro the Dragon because it was a way you bonded with your dad over Christmas break in third grade? Do you love Metal Gear Solid because it was the first time you had agency in a game? Or do you love Skyrim because you took an arrow to the knee? Hopefully not that last one. Everyone has that one video game that started something for them or brings them back to a special time in their life. And this podcast is about those stories. If this sounds like something for you, then check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify anytime. Heck, maybe someday you'll join the show and call me by your game. All right, welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we're talking all things video game music. 
I'm super excited to get into it. We have a giant playlist of stuff that we're going to get to. Uh, I guess how this will work is we'll go around Robin. We'll kind of let, you know, uh, give every tune its little day in the sun and then sort of move on. Uh, I would love to play a little bit of it up top and then sort of we'll, we'll bring down the volume and kind of chat over it, kind of walt, let it, let it inspire some conversation. But before we get started, I do want to ask everybody here, is anyone here like either a like super into music or be a musician in your own right i am okay yeah you, david do you too <laughs> yeah i guess i yeah i guess i have to invest. yeah yeah I, i'm into music okay joan any i mean yeah, I, guess, I play a little sure. not a musician but it very in, but it very into music more so like more so as i get older too yeah it's it's something i never really had to ask uh before I started comedy, but once I started comedy, I realized like not every comedian is just into art in general, like loves music, loves film, you know, like so I've met a lot, surprising amount of comedians who just like don't know music, don't really care about music. Mm -hmm. uh, Heather, what do you play? Uh, <laughs> a very little bit of a lot of things. Okay. Uh, uh, piano, uh, guitar, ukulele before all the white chicks jumped on board right uh, uh i just play it like a small guitar anyway uh uh and a little bit of clarinet and saxophone oh great okay but not cool. for years so you do strings and wind a little bit yes yeah, strings are later in life piano was what i started i grew up playing that a bit and i'm a singer too so there's that right i remember doing a sketch show with you where you sang you sang a whole sketch what did i do <laughs> it, was like, it was like a Christmas thing. It was like a sketch cram. Oh, was it sketch cram? Yeah. Yeah, it's did filthy Santa baby. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. that was the only time I did sketch cram. Uh, yeah, I saw ah. yeah, you. You did that sketch, uh, yeah. David. What do you do? What do you play? <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, I guess like if I'm ranking them, then uh, and this is a weird way to weird one to say is like like first would be like voice, mm -hmm. um, but then like in terms of actual instruments that aren't my body, um, piano <laughs> and um, I played upright bass for like I want to say ten years. Oh, that's yeah. amazing! Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm a musician. Also, I was doing music before comedy. Um, I was doing it professionally before comedy. I was actually like doing studio work and like to like mm -hmm. I did like light touring and stuff. And then I just got sick of it. I just couldn't do it anymore. I didn't want to bring equipment anywhere. <laughs> I like <laughs> So you got into podcasting. Well, right, but at okay. least I yeah. this is stationary. I do like um like stand up comedy was just like, oh the microphone's there. I just go do <laughs> it, you know? Um but convenience. Convenience. What do you play? Yeah. Uh, so I played bass was my forte actually, David. So I would do, I would do some upright stuff every now and then, but I was mainly electric bass and, mm -hmm. uh, cause every band needed a bass player. That's why yeah. I found I was very useful doing that. Uh, right. yeah. a world full of people who just want to play lead. Exactly. And they're like, Oh, I guess we need other instruments as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I super enjoyed, uh, playing bass, but of course, you know, I trained on piano, you know, did piano lessons my whole life and then, you know, guitar and anything with strings. I think you find that you can pretty much pick up stuff with strings. Once you kind of know most stringed instruments, you're like, mm -hmm. Oh, this is a, you know, a banjo. It's not the same, but kind of, yeah. uh, but yeah, so we're going to start Heather. I got yours loaded up first. Uh, so without much further ado, Let's let the uh, let's let the tunes tunes take us away. Hmm. Ugh. 
I sent you so many, I wasn't sure which one we were going to start with. A track called A King's Request from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Can everyone hear it okay? very oh. chilling very beautiful uh, I love this it's the Breath of the Wild score is obviously has everyone here played Breath of the Wild yes it's on my list it's on your list Ooh. it's it's like this David it's like very sparse you know, mm. um, you know I would say a lot of piano a lot of like uh, a lot of like light instrumentation right yeah. a of, and a lot of air in between Yes, yes, it's very atmospheric, but still yeah. melodic. Yeah, yeah. Joan, you play Breath of the Wild? I have played Breath of, Breath of the Wild, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. soundtrack is unreal. Yeah. This one I have, this song in particular, I keep in my ears a lot. It's like, I listen to a fair amount of classical music, and mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if this counts classical music or not, because it's just from some video game, but it's going <laughs> on my mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I, I mean, pretty much... You can't go wrong. Throw a stone and hit a, a song on this OST and you're going to be mm -hmm. in for a treat. Um, it's that piano I, I line that kills me. It's yeah. so good. And then when it like drops into waltz time in a, in a bigger way, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like one of the highest praises you can give to like uh, a song or like a soundtrack, especially like from a video game, is that you could see it in a different medium. Mm -hmm. And like I hear something like that, and I'm like, oh, that could be in like a, like a French film, yeah. Or something. <laughs> well, I, so yeah. my my main background is musical theater, and that track in particular. There's a there's a handful I really love for Breath of the Wild, but that track in particular feels like on that main melody line, there are lyrics somewhere in the world in a in a theater in a like Frank Wildhorn musical, and mm. and I can I can see the scene and the king singing it, and yeah. It's it's it feels so uh, the storytelling feels so clear. It's also so beautiful and rich. Oh, I love yeah. it. Uh, a little bit of a different tone. <laughs> I think this is one of mine. <laughs> yeah, Joan, this is one of yours from the Ducktales soundtrack. Yeah, the moon is this theme. The moon? Yeah. This is a fucking jam. <laughs> yeah. This this kicks. <laughs> 
Capcom music on the NES, right? Oh, Just yeah. Ugh. The best stuff. The, the best. best stuff of that era, I think. Yeah. Also, shout out to that game being like, we've done everything we can on this planet. The final yeah. level's on the moon. <laughs> the, 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 um, the new DuckTales series uh, actually, like, wrote lyrics to this and like and like made it like a somewhat like major plot point in their in, <gasps> in their like Whoa. season two arc oh my really? god yeah i gotta watch <gasps> that i gotta it's I have great not, I have it's not wonderful it yeah i watched some of the first season it's great yeah and i just fell off but no that was yes um yeah that's like i i love that just i feel like it's such like perfectly evocative like 8-bit side scroller music and especially just I love the way it kind of like starts out with that like very like like kind of like somber very like cosmic like we're in space it's like quiet and sparse mm -hmm. and like and like let's let's admire let's like let's like take in the majesty of of where we are the majesty of space before it like kicks into that like really like high octane like yeah. da, 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 da. like it like it like it's like the composite i i like I think the compositions on for all of those, uh, all the levels in DuckTales, it's just like so interesting and unique and really fit their levels so specifically. But there's just that, like, I don't know, like I still hear that like X number of years later and X number of decades later. And it still like gives me like goosebumps. It's so perfect. Yeah, it just makes you yeah. want to run. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and that's like a good side-scrolling song will make you just want to run through the level, you know, just like get through it yeah. real quick yes. or whatever, you know, like... Uh, Nintendo, of course, has a lot of that stuff, but Capcom in particular, I mean, the Mega Man franchise was just like, oh, oh every song yeah. just ripped. And you like, yeah. and like, but you like slow that down and I say it like, they, it like makes like a really like, like haunting lullaby. That's why they use it in the show. Yeah. They like slow it down and it like, it's just like, just playing it on like a, it is perfect. Just like when you slow it down, it's just perfect. Like looking up into this night skies music and like wondering what's out there. Whoa. Yeah, I got to watch that show. That sounds yeah. great. Um, even even a more different in tone from <laughs> David Danella. Stormwind from World of Warcraft. Channeling like a a handful of different vibes in that one, right? Like yeah. some Lord of the Rings yeah. I'm hearing in there, some uh, Tim Burton I'm hearing in there a little bit. Yeah, big big Lord of the Ring vibes. Uh, touch, yeah, touch of the Elfman. A touch of the Elfman uh, <laughs> feel, um, and then kind of like um, look, you know, I'm a I'm a big Final Fantasy VIII guy, so give me some booming fake Latin. Yeah, uh, and I'm yes. definitely intrigued by that. Um, I, I you know this is a pick for me because. Um, I don't even play um, Alliance and World of Warcraft. I think that if you're playing a, 
I don't want to get too hot here, but I think if you're playing a game where you can make your own character, a fantasy game where you can make your own character and you choose a human, mm. I think I think it says something. Yeah, you're a narc if you uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a police behavior. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that said, that said, the um, the the stormwind sound when you go into the human capital in World of Warcraft. And you hear this really sweeping epic thing. I don't think there's anything. Um, for me, that is the 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 soundtrack thing that I think of. Of like, oh, this was what sold me about like this being an immersive world. Like being like you know, 14 years old and like going into that and hearing this music. I was like, this is epic. Mm. Um, and, and it was. Uh, I just love um, that music. That the World of Warcraft. Loki has a lot of like great music in it. Um, yeah, just like full, like really full orchestra sounds. Like as as befits a, a big fantasy um, shop like they are. Right. I mean, I think Blizzard in general does a great job with all of their all of their oh, scores, yeah. like the StarCraft stuff too. I mean, and they do a good job of varying it up. So like this doesn't mm-hmm. sound like Diablo, doesn't sound like StarCraft, doesn't sound like Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely some good stuff here. Back over. To Heather, I, and honestly, I'm I'm I love that you chose this of all the songs in Ocarina of Time. I'm glad mm-hmm. that you chose this one. <laughs> this is called the Windmill Hut. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Would not have expected a... someone to pick like a deep cut like this, you know. But this is so beautiful. Yeah. I guess I'm a big fan of waltzes. Yeah. Yeah. Haunting waltzes. Yeah. This one's also like was is this one in Majora's Mask as well? Oh, um good question. Never I don't remember played. if it's revisited. I, I can't remember, but like I always loved this one because it's like to me it like reminds me of how weird. Zelda can be. This is like yeah. yes. such a weird, mm-hmm. like. Creep. Yeah, it's it's it knocks you off your center a little bit in a cool way. Yeah, it's like Dark Circus or something. Yeah, it's very. Yes. I was thinking like something wicked this way comes. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you're like a kid. You're like a kid at a certain at like a. It's like it's like exciting, but also maybe dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. F- FYI, there is a YouTube there is a YouTube channel where, where the guy like all he does is recompose video game scores <gasps> with using the Seinfeld like stings, <laughs> and this is on there and it's great. Oh, oh my god, awesome. I cannot wait. Uh, oh. you know, I I was gonna add some tracks in here, and then I was then I was like, when everyone brought their stuff in. A lot of y'all had given me stuff I would have put as mine already. This is uh, one of those from Joan. This is uh, from Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Escape from the City. Um. <laughs> That's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just starting off. Go, gotta follow my rainbow. Stick around, have to keep moving on. Guess what lies ahead, only 
put this song in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. Set me free. <laughs> Definitely of an era, for sure. An, oh, yeah. Just, like, starting off with that, like, that, like, woo. It's, like, it's such freaking, like, uh, like, like, warp Tour pop punk vibe. Yes. Like, early 2000 <laughs> yes. pop punk vibes. Always takes me back. But I also think there's, like, something, like, cool, like, something cool about it where it's, I mean, there's a lot that's cool about it. Um, <laughs> but, like. It is cool incarnate. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Yeah. Oh, wait. My audio's cut out. Hold on. Oh. Okay, sorry about that. I think my dog. Sorry, um, <laughs> I think my dog was sitting on my headphones. Um, um, here, I'm gonna let him down. Um, there's like, the, it's kind of like this is the first game that I've ever I ever played that seemed like they were like we're gonna do like the opening of the game as like a musical number almost. Like mm-hmm. this, it's like it's like a big musical set piece that opens it, and I think that's like I never really seen that in a game, and I thought that was just like really cool and like this is like you know, a weird way to rethink, like, these things, and I really loved it. Like, even just the way the music, like, like, the music breaks, there's that break the music from, like, you going from the, the, um, the, like, not it's like a it's like not a snowboard but it is a snowboard he's because there's no yeah, snow it's like but a it's, snowboard for the concrete yeah it's like a cement it's like a concrete board and like and then it break <laughs> the music like you hit that first big crescendo and like you fly off of it and it's like oh yeah they're building this like a musical number and that's so and i think that also like keys into a uh, another song i picked if, if we play that but like just like it's like I, I thought that was so cool and I still do. It's like like mm-hmm. what a like st- like staging your the opening of your game as a musical set piece is great. So so fun. And yeah. I would always be so upset with myself when I would die in the middle of those musical set pieces cuz mm-hmm. you're not supposed to. You're supposed to make it to the end of the track. It's yeah. supposed to be, it's supposed one. To be nothing but triumphs. <laughs> yeah. So when you just die and then it has to restart the song over and then restart you yeah. and then you're like, oh, now I feel like a total loser. <laughs> yeah, there definitely have to be some songs that are triggering like that. I'm trying to think of like an instance where like I just tried to beat a level over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And every time it's like, all right, well, here's the song starting. Right. And, like, just... <laughs> if anyone's playing Cuphead, the oh, music no. in yeah. that, I, I'm mad at myself for not including that because the music music in that is incredible across the board but totally. some of those cuphead levels do that for me i hear the music and i'm like oh god i'm gonna start yeah. sweating right away oh yeah I, all the music and that's great and same thing where you die so often in cuphead that it's like yeah oh, i'm listening to it again and again and again uh from crone the chrono cross ost this has to be Danella, people imprisoned yeah. by destiny the name of the tune
So, I, I, I am, uh, I'm sorry, I was gonna, I, I don't know when to cut No, in. cut in whenever. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, I, I feel like, um, I, I have a, a weird relationship to video games. Uh, we talked about this a little bit at times where um, I did not, my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy VIII. It was not Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Uh, and my first Chrono game was Chrono Cross. It was not uh, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, totally and weird. My they're my two favorite games. Yeah. Um, and I, one of the things I love about Chrono Cross is that it is a game that um, like hits a point and just keeps getting sadder and sadder <laughs> once that point goes on. Um, and uh, this song comes at a, a point in the game where you're just like, oh, I don't think a happy ending is even possible. <laughs> um, you're like fighting one of the main characters' fathers who's had to like stay behind in this like empty land um, to like protect from some like unseen force. And it's like, you don't want to kill him and he doesn't want to kill you, but like here you are. Um, and th this, <sighs> I think the song is just, the whole soundtrack, it's an underrated soundtrack. That, so that um, song is just lovely I, it, mm -hmm. it's shades of like a, like a samuel barber adagio for strings mm -hmm. um and so I, I just like love the atmosphere of it is uh um, is that nobuo uimatsu is that who that is not he um, didn't I do should, chrono I, cross actually, he didn't do chrono cross i I, sh I really need to find the name of the guy who did chrono cross because uh it really i think from top to bottom is one of the best video game soundtrack or at least very, very rpg soundtracks yeah uh of all time yeah i had i had a chrono cross pick myself it wasn't that it wasn't that particular track but it was a it was a different uh -huh. one um and if we have enough time maybe we'll get to it but yeah. uh moving right along we got from the dr mario universe fever theme <laughs> It's like the best version of it too, you know? Yeah. Like right out of the Game Boy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so 8-bit. Yeah. I love they didn't have the capacity for real bass notes yet, so all of the low notes sound like farts. Just farts. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah. know. I, I almost picked nothing but Zelda music, and I was like, well, this is like such an OG yeah. perfect video game song for me that... I gotta. I, this one's gotta be in there. I can't all do Zelda. Would I you mean, they 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 wrote two. I think of the best melodies of all time for Doctor Mario. There's this, and then the chill theme. The ba, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, let's. Play, I want to play just a tiny bit of the chill what, theme. Here. Would you guys? I want to. Would you guys ever like write in your head? Start writing lyrics to like songs, like the video game <laughs> songs, because yeah. like this is one that I would. De that is a song that like lyrics would always like fake lyrics would always kick in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh. I wasn't sure which one of the two to pick, and then I was like, I think it's gotta be the first one because that's the one when I, whenever I revisit Doctor Mario, I walk away still singing, just yeah. walking around the apartment, being like, they're both so good. It's it's unreal that those two tracks are just like so phenomenal. I know the slide. Yeah. What. <laughs> 
Uh, the slide on that that on that su- such low quality synthy sound that yeah. is so funny, dude. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Mario is also just so fun. I don't know if anyone's played it recently, but it's I so revisit fun. it every now and then. I'm playing yeah. uh, Doctor Mario World on my phone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard that's very fun. I've played a little fun. bit of that, but not not. It's enough. good. I need more. More idling games. Yeah, yeah. My husband does this really funny bit when I'm playing Dr. Mario because you know the 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 context of it is like you're trying to put all these antibiotic pills into a jar to try to kill all the little bacteria or virus or what the virus in there. And uh he, he likes to go further and contextualize like who am I trying to save from the virus? So he'll be like <laughs> You better hurry up. This small orphan girl is not going to make it. It always makes it sadder and higher stakes. (laughs) I love it. Has anyone seen, someone made a mod called Dr. Garfield where you're like, (laughs) it's like a, it's like a Dr. Mario mod where you're playing as Garfield, like, and you're just like throwing pills into John's mouth and making him, (laughs) making him sicker. It's, it's psychotic. That is, oh my God. That is twisted. Love it. Um, okay, so Joe, this is what I was getting. This is the game I was we were talking about I earlier. Think I know what this is. Yeah, uh, another winter by the band Anamanaguchi mm-hmm. from the soundtrack Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The game. Okay. Back so badly. Ooh, this is a great song. It's so good. This sa- this soundtrack is phenomenal. I oh I I nothing I regret more in my life than giving away my Xbox 360 that had my this game on it, thinking like Such oh I'll just, I'll just get it when it comes to the next store, and it's like oh it's gone from the face of the earth. I have spent a lot of time looking because I also had it on Xbox 360, yeah. and I've spent a lot of time looking for this game. It's so yeah. it's such a it's like the it's if not the best one of the best just like retro beat 'em ups I've ever played, and yeah. like this song I feel like this song like really for me at least taps into what is so special about Scott Pilgrim as an idea, and that it, like it both like it's both like perfect like side-scrolling beat-em-up music, but it also kind of like, it's 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 from the first level of the game, it's called Another Winter, and you're like kind of like making your way through like the snowy like streets of uh, Toronto. It's like, it, it really captures like for me, like that kind of like deep winter and you like in you of being like, like in your early twenties in a big city and it's like cold it's like cold. Like it reminds me of like it reminds me a lot. Like I I spent my early twenties in like Boston and it reminds me of like oh, this cool. is like what like an uh, like a like a deep winter's night in Boston felt like. Like I feel like it's just like that perfect like kind of marriage of video of like video game feelings and like heart feelings that like is to me what Scott Pilgrim is all about like this cap this song just like captures really beautifully 
Yeah, I mean, and yeah, Ana Managuchi also uh, great live. Um, yes, yes. Chip tune artists. I mean, just like a a, a blast to go watch play. Uh, cool. Such a good track. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did hear. Um, what was it? I think Edgar Wright retweeted yeah. something from the creator that Ubisoft had contacted them. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, that Ugh. would be a great Switch game. That it's right? Awesome. It's like, it's made yeah. for the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On I'm the just... go, on the bus. <laughs> uh, great. Okay. So, uh, Danella, we got Final Fantasy IX world map theme. This is very much Nobuo Uematsu. beautiful yeah. i just realized yeah. for the first time that melody is the song she sings in the game yeah right it's yeah with like lyrics and everything <laughs> wait are what's wait isn't this like the elder hand and then we said goodbye oh. i apologize for that but yeah. I had no, it, that done, was it had to be done to show david okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. I think you're I right. You're, I think you might, you're, you're totally right. It, I mean, there are a couple things about this song that I uh, love. So, I first of all, I should say that um, I had to pick something not from Final Fantasy VIII because mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend a year talking about mm-hmm. it. And, <laughs> and Final Fantasy IX felt like the right thing to pull something from because it's this homage to everything that kind of came before it. And I feel like this is a... Um, you know, we've got, you know, there's the hard rock in Nobuatsu Uematsu with yeah. like the, the boss fights and all the that shred stuff. Machine. And I love that. The shred machine. But, um, you know, I, I think really at his core, you know, he's a, he's a melodic composer. And, you know, this song, like, I feel like it really captures kind of like, it could, it makes you feel nostalgic, even if you haven't heard any of the songs that it feels like it's referencing. It also feels like it's referencing other songs from mm-hmm. game, like from, past Final Fantasies. And then you've got this just like this background like beep boop boop. It's yeah. so cool. Which makes you feel like you're in like a like it's like you're uh, like in your like you're in a planetarium. Yes. Right. Um, yes. So it's this really it's just this combination of all these things going on um that that I, I just think is is incredible. Definitely incredible. Uh I, I think this might be the last one from Heather. Animal oh, I'm Village, so The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. <laughs> this song fucks. <laughs> the first time I heard this, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> has has <laughs> everyone played this? <laughs> <laughs> 
no. Uh, this is psycho. Or the, uh, or the Game Boy version. Either, this is I guess. from the. But this is from this the, is from the Switch. Okay, I was gonna say I played the Game Boy version. I haven't played the Switch one yet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, short and sweet, but I like that. Uh, yeah, but that song will be in your head for the rest of your life. Yeah. Also, another wild choice from that game because there's so many woodwind-inspired, so uh, many beautiful ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that's, that sounded like it was composed on like Mario Paint. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Part of why I picked that too. I mean, first of all, that beat really does. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh shit. But <laughs> but it's also so funny with those like mock dog and cat sounds yeah. to carry the. And it's just it's a it's a big song in my home because me and my husband at a at a moment's notice will just like look at each other and go. <laughs> and it always sounds horrible and desperate and scary and i love it it's so funny to me <laughs> it really makes you think of like somebody like sitting at their like midi station <laughs> and then their cat walks in and goes like and like meows and somebody's like hold on yeah hey let me put that down yeah. <laughs> that's so funny yeah whereas the first two are like pieces of music that of the Zeldas I picked, Dr. Mario is its own beautiful thing. But the, the first two are like pieces of music that really haunt my soul. <laughs> and this one is just like, I'm thrusting to it, but I'm also laughing <laughs> at it. Um, yeah. If there was a yeah. nightclub inside the Legend of Zelda, and God, I hope there is. That's what it should be. <laughs> it'll, it'll be playing that. Um, Give me a Zelda cantina. I forgot to mention this earlier. That windmill song, by the way, for real, me here in my mid-30s, is my ringtone. <laughs> if you Love call that. me, that's what you'll hear. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've picked a custom ringtone in two phones. It's been it's been a while since I've yeah, picked a ringtone. That's uh reasonable. <laughs> uh, uh, I I I just whenever I upgraded my phone last, I was like, oh, I can oh, there's so much stuff in here I can play with. And, yeah, it's and, so much fun. Yeah, it's the first time in years. Yeah, yeah, okay. nobody hears it. I'll never keep it on. Now, Joan, I think this is one of yours. Donkey Kong Country, Aquatic mm. Ambiance. <gasps> yes, yeah. Nice. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I will. I can put on a, put on a loop of this when I'm hot. Whenever I'm high, it's. it's I was just gonna say, yeah. like, yeah. who's got the Molly? Right. <laughs> yeah, and this is of course the level where you ride a swordfish around yes. and uh, knock oh. into piranhas. <laughs> you gotta get that swordfish because otherwise, all, all, all right, swimming yeah. levels are too slow. The sea urchins, Oof, they'll get ya. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They are hard to dodge. That uh, that David Wise seems like a really talented fella. Yes. Like all of this, all the music. Um, I think Donkey Kong Country 2 has some of my favorite tracks also. I mean, it just knocks it out of the park sort of every yeah. time. Yeah. The Donkey Kong music across the board yeah. is perfect. It, it's so good. I when, when you were asking us to put stuff together, I was like, I started listening to Donkey Kong and I was like, you know what? 
I trust that somebody else is going to handle Donkey Kong. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Is, listen to that. It's Ooh, like, and now this, it's yeah. a, Ooh, now it sounds shit. like it sounds like it should be in like a Michael Mann, like like a Michael yeah. Mann movie. Like Thief. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like when the protagonist is like driving like quietly along like the 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 seafront. Yeah. Like, Charday could be singing over yes, this yes. right now. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say also like it sounds like the beginning of all soft core. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I also had a soft core vibe to it. <laughs> it was a tough choice between for my Donkey Kong pick. Tough choice between this and the Donkey Kong '64 rap. Oh mm. yeah, the DK yeah. rap. The DK yeah. rap, yes. Classic. Classic. But this is just like, yeah, like it can. Yeah, this song just takes you somewhere. Yeah. And these levels. I don't know about anybody else, felt like they take so long to beat Yeah. that I, I feel my memories of playing this mm -hmm. are like, I was in my attic for four days. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's what that yeah. makes me feel like. Yeah, they were a good length, huh? Those levels, they were yeah. pretty, pretty beefy. Yeah. Yeah. Water levels are always a little bit harder because if you, you know, Take yeah. your eyes away for one second, you're gonna bump into something that'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at least it was not one where you could drown. Nothing stresses me more at, um, out more oh. than water levels where you can drown. Yeah, yeah. That's a sense of reality I don't need in my game. Yeah, yeah. to watch Sonic, uh, yeah. just his lungs fill with water yeah. as he <laughs> chokes to death. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't need. I. I don't. I. I can. I can. I can. Take enough of a break from reality that I'm like, yeah, a monkeys, <laughs> monkeys can breathe underwater, whatever. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, monkeys, yeah. uh, of course yeah. they can. Also, he, he's Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's his time. He's number yeah. one. Yeah. He's, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Another shout out to the remaster of uh, Link, Link's Awakening. Whenever he falls in water, the mm. sound he makes is. Yes, this is like gargly scream sound. On that adorable game. <laughs> I, uh, you know, that game is adorable, but I will say has some Twin Peaks level haunting weird stuff in that. Like yeah. when you have to bring that ghost back to its house, that yeah. was, uh, I had to, th I, I had to think about that for a while, you know? For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and yeah. everything with the, like, we are all the dream of, of yeah. yeah, the of, windfish or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, this is uh, Danella. I believe this is one of yours. Super Street Fighter Two Guile's theme. Ooh, uh, yeah. happy to have it on. This is a jam. Yeah, this yeah. This, this shit rocks. I can't, yeah. Yeah, everyone talks about uh, Koji Kondo and Nobuo Uimetsu. Um, Yoko Shimomura is the composer for the Street Fighter uh, 2 soundtrack and ended up doing a lot of like Super Mario RPG and a lot of stuff. No one talks about her. But she's like, a, she's a titan. She's one of the big yeah. ones. Yeah. 
And uh, I mean, this speaks for itself. It's just so good. <laughs> it's so good. And Guile's level, where you're like, you're fighting on an Air Force yeah, base, and it's this like, freak yeah. with this. Yeah, guys are like, yeah, like it's just like there's a jet in the background, mm-hmm. um, like, and you just get this music that like absolutely could have been in a Schwarzenegger movie, yes, or yeah. like you know a Chuck Norris Blood movie, sport. Yeah. yeah, oh Van Damme movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out, by the way, shout out to the Street Fighter movie for uh, saying that the one American character in Street Fighter needed to be played by a friend. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and just like, and I love, I love him. giving yeah. Raul Julia the performance of a lifetime. It's yeah. like <laughs> some of the best acting I've ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah this I makes me think about the um, Super Nintendo Power Rangers game too. That's oh, that had some like some this kind of music in it that was really good that would then weave in the power rangers theme yeah so not not original across the board but (laughs) man this vibe is so good power ranger games are fun oh they're great yeah they're fun and like they they nailed just like what i think is a a basic thing for games which is like give me some fun colors to play Yeah. yeah uh for sure all right, and uh, closing us out, our big finale. I could not be more excited to have this uh, be the thing that closes us out. This is from Super Mario Odyssey, Jump yes! Up Superstar. <laughs> oh. I didn't want to put it on my list because I thought somebody else would, but we got to <laughs> talk about this. I love it. Oh. Here we go, off the rails. <laughs> Don't you know it's time to raise our it's like weird plot where you have to form a jazz band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I like it works the mechanics of the game into the lyrics. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else get kind of emotional playing this? Sequence? Oh, big time. Yeah. It's so like, ugh. It's yeah. like like. Going back to what I was saying with like Sonic, it's just like, oh shit, like there's this like big musical number halfway through the the game and like it corresponds with like the physics of like 8-bit of like 8-bit side-scrolling Mario. It's so like, uh, it, it, yeah. it hits so, it like, it hits so many weird nostalgia buttons at once. It's, um, it's yeah. amazing. This and, is such yeah. an amazing- and is there anybody else besides like Nintendo games where like they do something this weird? <laughs> And you're just like, oh, they're firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. You're you're like, they haven't lost a beat. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're fucking Mario. We're not going to scare you away. So get on board. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like something you didn't even know you necessarily wanted, too. Yeah. It was like, oh, I guess I want to play through Mario's history in this jazz, to this jazz song. Is that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, while like climbing a skyscraper and then you yeah. get to the top of it and it's like you're partying with Rosalina it's, yeah. it's... <laughs> I mostly feel deep jealousy that I I never get called for these voiceover jobs <laughs> <laughs> let me in there coach yeah <laughs> that, with Skyrim and all of those yeah, there's some uh, out there that did sing this though, you know, and like they're just like, I, they're just and like, they're like not a far away connection. I can't remember probably. who, but somebody 
I made a comment about this on Facebook and somebody was like, that's my friend. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, give her my number. Yeah, I'm your friend too. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge, I don't, I don't, I take that for granted a lot. That's a huge cool thing about being kind of in Hollywood and trying to do the entertainment thing is like, yeah, you do maybe know a friend of a friend who sang this song. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I also like all of those, um, all of those like choir voices in the backgrounds of like Skyrim or, mm. you know, World of Warcraft, that kind of stuff. Put me in there, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I didn't do that shit. Yeah. Who's getting these jobs? Put me in a video game. <laughs> oh, man. There's a there's a couple of right? names in the VO community of video games that just every single game oh, yeah. they get cast. And it's like, yeah, they're billionaires. No, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's people that do mocap a lot, too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you got to bring the whole package. Yeah, what is it, like Troy Baker? That's like a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, as much as I don't ever want this to end, sadly, we're going on two hours. It's got to end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> At some point, we got to close it out. Thank you for listening to Video Games and Comedy Show. It has been an absolute treat to do this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash superMPCRadio. Um, Joan Ford, thank you for doing the show. Thank it you was for an having me. Treat. Oh, such uh, a treat. Where can people find you? What uh, would you like to plug? Uh, find me. I do a lot of stuff on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Joan Haley Ford. That's also um, my Instagram and Twitter handle. So just find me there. Yes, some uh, some fine gremlin content. Every Thank now yes, and then. every now and then. Yes, <laughs> maybe more frequently. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Danella. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter or Instagram uh, at David LaSoul. Um, so throw me a follow there. Also, uh, I'm in a World of Warcraft guild with three other people from UCB, <laughs> and we're always recruiting. Who's who are the, who are the others? <laughs> Name names. I'll name names. Well, one of them is is a uh, friend of the show, Mikey Stevens. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the other one is Xander Frost, enemy yeah. of the show, enemy, enemy of, the of the show, enemy of all <laughs> comedy, enemy of all, everyone. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, enemy of the people. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Heather Woodward. Again, thank you so much for doing the show. Where can people find you? Oh, the pleasure is mine. Um, Instagram is kind of the only thing I'm on, uh, at Woodward Heather, but you, that'll, that'll give you everything you need to know about me. Oh, there's also a <laughs> heatherwoodward.com. That's all about me. And, and that's a website? Uh, that is a, a website. That is it's a website. www.heatherwoodward.com. Excellent. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't... Uh, I just put out a sketch if if you're listening because uh, I don't know if anything's funny anymore. But um, uh, it's called Melania Trump addresses her critics. Uh, <laughs> timely, uh, timely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those. Well, I'm sitting at home while the world is burning mm. down. I guess I have time to fulfill this idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So give it a watch, give it a share if you don't mind. Give it a watch, give it a share. All good stuff, all very funny people. Uh, again, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a delight. Very nostalgia 
driven episode. Love it. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you again on the next one. Bye.